Ukraine. That was a group called Troya Zelia, which translates as Three Herbs and a combination, a medley of two songs, a Ukrainian folk song, Payamo, and of course that ever recognizable Take Five by Dave Brubeck. Vitaju vas sikh dorihi radio suhachina radio peredashu nash holos radio krinsko ho korinya. Hovorit pavlina diakuyu shori shale perebutazim noyu nastup nuhedenu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Pavlina and I am delighted to have you with me for this hour. We've got some great uh, programming coming up for you, Ukrainian Jewish heritage and an interesting project in the western Ukrainian city of Lviv as well, a book review and this is is um, an encore presentation of a book that, or two books actually, by a Vancouver author who has written a couple of thrillers based on Ukrainian current events as well as some throwbacks to history with incredible parallels. So if you haven't heard it before and you haven't read the books, you're going to want to tune into this because they are very good. I would say the author is a Ukrainian, uh, Tom Clancy. As well, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is Ukrainian singer Volodymyr Vidominsky and Oyupoli Ruta Ruta, a red rue in the field. Рута-рута, на тіруті квітка Шалуй мене, мій маленький, бо нялиш крихітка Як не нимиш шанувати, не будеш нямати Бо я тобі не грушечка в саду коштувати Грушечку покуштуєш, та й далі закинеш, а без неї молодої марно ти загинеш. Було тобі не рубати зеленого дуба, було тобі та й не брати, коли ти не люба. Не рубати зеленого дуба Було тобі, та й не брати, коли їм ти не люба Було милий не ламати зелену ліщину Було милий, та й не брати ха, молоду дівчину 
Hear programs from PCJ Radio while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile app available for your smartphone. Downloading is quick and easy. Just find Stitcher in the App Store. It's free and just takes a few seconds. For more information, go to www.pcjmedia.com and click on their Stitcher logo on the right menu. PCJ Radio on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage to benefit all Canadians. By the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow is the Shochenko Foundation's first major capital fundraising campaign and and listeners of this program are encouraged to support the foundation's efforts to increase funding for artists, organizations, and initiatives in education, cultural heritage, and community development. You can make a lasting impact on the community by helping the foundation's Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow campaign meet its fundraising goal of $20 million. For donation options, visit OurLegacyYourTomorrow.com. For more information about the programs supported by the foundation, visit ShochenkoFoundation.ca. Get your early bird weekend passes for Canada's National Ukrainian Festival for only $80. That's $80 for an early bird weekend pass to this cultural showcase in Dauphin, Manitoba. August long weekend. These would make great gifts for any festival lover. Day passes and camping passes also available. Call 1-877-474-2683. Canada's National Ukrainian Festival. August long weekend, 2017, Dauphin, Manitoba. See cnuf.ca for updates and for more info. Yeah. 
folk group express with a Veselowski tango called Hutsulka Xenia. And from South America to the southern eastern part of the states, uh, Cajun area, here is Jaden Chornoboy from Steinbach with the Cajun Two-Step.
And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baeger. Leszek Alerhan vividly remembers that day in the summer of 1941, when he was a 10-year-old boy. The Germans had recently occupied the city of Lviv. Two civilians wearing armbands came to his family's flat and warned them not to leave the building. The Allerhans were puzzled when they watched a giant water tank roll onto their street. Soon the street was enveloped with fumes and heavy smoke. The family fled their building through an unguarded back way and began a desperate saga of hiding and survival. And so the historic heart of the oldest Jewish neighborhood on what is now called Starojevreska Street went up in flames. German soldiers set on fire the 16th century Golden Rose Synagogue, the city synagogue, and the Beth Hamidrash, a house of learning, and the site remained derelict for decades. A fascinating article by the journalist Alessa Yaramchuk in a recent edition of the online journal The Ukrainians recounts this destruction and the 21st century Ukrainian response to acknowledge and commemorate this loss. A memorial complex called the Space of Synagogues dedicated last September, now occupies the historic site. Sofia Diak is the director of the Center for Urban History of East Central Europe, a Lviv nonprofit that helped initiate and coordinate the project. She explained to Public Radio International the reasoning behind the concept. She pointed out, it's about signaling a story of absence while also telling a story of presence. Lviv has had a rich Jewish history for centuries, and before the Second World War, up to a third of the city's population was Jewish. The Holocaust wiped out the community. Decades of Soviet neglect and hostility to the Jewish heritage Lviv, as well as indifference after Ukrainian independence, dimmed the public's memory and their understanding of a vital component of the city's history. Lviv Center for Urban History held a conference in 2008 to commemorate the history of Jews in Lviv. The architectural historian Sergei Krautsov of Hebrew University in Jerusalem led a guided tour of the site. This prompted the discussions that led to the 2010 international competition for designs for the space of synagogues. There was a lively debate over the idea. Some members of the Jewish community feel the Golden Rose Synagogue should be rebuilt and revived as a working house of prayer. Others argued this was not currently practical. A determined coalition pushed the project through to completion. This coalition included the Executive Committee of the Lviv City Council, the City's Office of Historical Environment Preservation, the Center for Urban History, and the German International Development Agency, GIZ. Lviv's Hasid Area Jewish Charity Fund, the U.S.-based Gesher Galicia Genealogy Association, and the Israel-based Association of Commemoration Lviv Jewish Heritage and Sites joined in. The sponsors commissioned two German architects from Berlin, Sophie Janke and Franz Reschke, for the project. The project documents were finalized by the Ukrainian architect Yuri Stoliarov. The Berlin architects designed an open area with different installations. They explained their concept to the German broadcaster DW. We interpreted three separate atmospheres, Reschke said. For the Beth Hamidrash, 
he and Yanka strove to convey a vivid character and open spaces. A large grass square occupies the area where the building stood, with white stone blocks outlining its contours. The remains of the Golden Rose Synagogue have been cleaned up but left standing as they were. We wanted the authentic runes so that people reflected over the destruction of these buildings, Reshka said. And in the center of these two is a structure called perpetuation. It is a line of irregular vertical stone slabs etched with photos and quotes from Livio's one-time Jewish residence. We wanted to show that there was a rich history before, said Yanke. But then, in the middle of the line, there's a space. This is when fear came. After that, the stones break down and get lower. There aren't quotes on the last stones, because the future is still to be written, she said. Jewish scholars from around the world contributed the quotes for consideration. Ada Dianova and Rabbi Siva Finnerman of Livio's Hasid area organized the intense town hall discussions within the Jewish community that decided by vote which quotes to include. Despite all the debates and local controversies, the space of synagogues has been successfully woven into the emerging urban landscape of Livio and the memorial complex does not prevent the reconstruction of the Golden Rose Synagogue should that prove feasible in the future. And Dr. Leshek Allerhand, now 85 years old, was on hand at the opening of the memorial to bear witness. The memorial is beginning to make an impact beyond Lviv. The space of synagogues was nominated for the Mies van der Rohe Prize. This award from the European Commission and the Mies van der Rohe Fund recognizes innovations in contemporary architecture and the generation of new ideas for the European environment. This is the first project from Ukraine to be nominated. Meyer Balaban, the outstanding historian of Polish and Galician Jews, evoked the spirit of the past of the Jewish community of Lviv in the early 20th century. His words written before the horrors to come and before his own death in the Warsaw Ghetto in 1942, are among the texts featured in the space of synagogues and are particularly resonant today. Balaban wrote, The entire history of the Jews in this city comes together in this close, fenced-in little courtyard, and from the old walls of the synagogue, the cold, the frost of the ages beat down, the shudder of four long centuries. Walk through these streets with me. Enter these buildings that for centuries have hidden so many contradictions, so many things elevated and base. Reconstruct in your fantasy what is no more. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baeger. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
country singer who also happens to be of Ukrainian heritage. That was Sonia Lee with a song from her Ukrainian album, Vizcherova Serzia, From the Heart, and that was De Hore Karpate in the Carpathian Mountains. Vyslouchejte Radio Predaču, náš holos Radio Krinskoho Korinja, na bohatomovní radio stanci CHMB AM 1320 u místí Vancouveri. Pri mikrofoni Pavina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Pavlina. 
Bringing it closer to home, we have Dovira next from Toronto and their take on a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Yikau Yikau Kozak Mistom, A Kozak Came Into Town.
яс чорна, бо чорна як зиганка. Щем се полюбила, щем се полюбила, чорнявого Іванка. Щем се полюбила, щем се полюбила, чорнявого Іванка. Бо й там се полюбила, Іванка так Іванка. Високі та сумки, високі та сумки, сорочка виживанка. Високі та сумки, високі та сумки, сорочка виживанка. Winnipeg band by the name of High Profile from their CD, Tribute to Ukrainian Heritage, and a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Oi Chorna, Yes Chorna, I'm a Dark-Eyed Beauty. Also from Winnipeg, a duo that goes by the name of Mickey and Eugene with a very traditional sound from going back, oh, quite a few years, and uh, this is a Ros Chacha Polka.
to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. In this edition of Knishka Corner, we look at two books by Vancouver author Miroslav Patriu. Miroslav Patriu's Yaroslav's Treasure and the sequel, Yaroslav's Revenge, explore the current political and economic situation in Ukraine, as well as the history of a nation ravaged by invaders for hundreds of years. Perhaps the most remarkable aspect of these novels is the writer's extensive research and insight into Russian influence in Ukraine. The current crisis in Ukraine was no surprise to Patriu, since he predicted it in his two novels. In the prologue to Yaroslav's treasure, Batu Khan is attacking Kiev in 1240. In order to save the great library of Yaroslav the Wise, Ratibor, the leader of the Ukrainian warriors, seals it in an underground cave. It will stay hidden until 2003, when another Yaroslav, a Ukrainian-Canadian university student from Vancouver, discovers an ancient family treasure in Lviv. The treasure is a chronicle written over 750 years ago, detailing the location of the priceless lost library. Yarko's every move is watched by Russian agents who want to recover the great library for their own political purposes. While all of this is going on, Yarko falls in love with Ksenia, whose brother Vlotko is a policeman helping Yarko to find the treasure. As the quest unfolds, Ukraine experiences political change during the controversial election of President Yushchenko and the Orange Revolution, which tries to overthrow Ukraine's sham independence and staged democracy. Yaroslav's Revenge is the sequel to Yaroslav's Treasure, the political intrigue and non-stop action continue. It is now 2006, and Yarko is in Lviv working for Halimpex, the world's largest producer of glass Christmas tree ornaments. He acts as a courier for a clandestine organization fighting Russian influence in Ukraine. In the political sphere, Viktor Yanukovych has become the prime minister as the Orange Revolution slowly unravels. Yarko is determined to return the 11th century map of Vineland discovered in the Great Library of Yaroslav the Wise to Canada. Then his boss, Bogdan Dachko, is assassinated. Yarko gets involved in a complex web of intrigue which involves the KGB, the Mossad, nuclear weapons, Ukrainian government corruption, the Russian Black Sea Fleet, and drug smuggling. Historical figures such as President Yushchenko and his wife Katerina, Alexander Litvinenko, Vladimir Putin, and Stephen Harper appear alongside Patrio's fictional characters, making this highly suspenseful novel more realistic. Miroslav Patrio is a gifted storyteller, who gives readers amazing insights into Ukrainian history and current events. He also provides a window into the reality of being a young Ukrainian-Canadian. As Yarko considers visiting Ukraine on his European vacation in Yaroslav's treasure, Patrio tells readers, 
Yarko was boiling over from all the subtle pressure a young Ukrainian feels all his life. Learn the language, sing the songs, read the books, find a Ukrainian girl, and so on. Miroslav Petriu is a retired engineer who has a passion for history. He was recognized for his work in the Ukrainian community with the Taras Shevchenko Medal in 2008. His first novel, Yaroslav's Treasure, was originally written in Ukrainian and was awarded the Anna Pidruchny Award for New Writers in 2002. It was published in English in 2009. His second novel, Yaroslav's Revenge, was published in 2012. Each novel contains a series of very informative maps, as well as a comprehensive glossary of terms. The Orange Revolution and the events of the Maidan awakened many Ukrainians throughout the world to their history and the reality of Russian influence in Ukraine. Miroslav Petriu's two novels, Yaroslav's Treasure and Yaroslav's Revenge, should be required reading for everyone who wants to learn more about Ukrainian history and current events. These books are available at Amazon, Chapters, and Kuta Uma. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Oi,
delightful Ukrainian girl group by the name of Ukrinochka with a Ukrainian version of the classic American folk song You Are My Sunshine, Pokrinskaya Oitam Nahori. Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. This Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at the Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Auditorium, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver, from 5 till 8 p.m. For details, call Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Parish at 604-274-8030 or visit uocvancouver.com. If you're organizing a Ukrainian cultural event, we'll be happy to announce it here free of charge. As well, please send in your suggestions, special requests, and dedications. Your comments are always welcome. Email producer at noshholos.com or fill out the form on the events page at the Noshholos website. You can also call us at 604-227-0942 or record and leave your own audio announcement at our website, noshholos.com. On Wednesdays, catch Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live from Nanaimo to north and central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and in the greater Vancouver listening area. Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY Radio Malaspina, 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. Channel 8 Omni airs two Ukrainian-language TV shows in the Vancouver viewing area, Contact TV Sundays at 7 a.m., with repeats Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 a.m., and Forum TV Sundays at 8 a.m., with repeats on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at 12 noon. And at 6 p.m. on Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me for another hour of fun on Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nasholus and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nasholus.com. <laughs>
treci, oj, hoj, treci, treci Nechodte orec na horu a čekaj na princa Oj, hoj, treci, treci, oj, hoj, treci, treci Nechodte orec na horu a čekaj na princa
their CD entitled Seam, which means seven. That was Colena from Winnipeg and the Grassroots Waltz. Before, before them, you heard Millennia from Edmonton from their third CD called Bracha, which means brothers, and a song about Oresia. And our proverb of the week translates as good and evil may be spoken with the same tongue. Well, our time is about up, so to take us to the end of our program, we have the By Request Band from Steinbach, Manitoba, just outside of Winnipeg. From their CD, Ukrainian Boys Gone Wild, they'll wrap things up with Just for Glenn Polka. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich! Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.